It's time for arguably Australia's number one beer podcast, The Step Brewers. With your hosts, Papa Sweden and The Pilly Panther, formerly known as The Juice Wolf. Oh, and The Weg. Take it away, boys. Oh, I thought we were going to synchronise it. Here you go. Thank you, Dennis. Thank you, Dennis. Thank you. Thank you. As always, my man. Hello. Hi. Hi. You're listening to Step Brothers Podcast. You're also watching Step Brothers Podcast. Like, rate, subscribe and comment. Please. Welcome to the show. Uh, leave us an Apple podcast review as well for those people who still listen. Jeez, wow, that's a that's a take from a while ago uh, for uh, certain competitions. Yeah, uh, podcast yeah. competitions in Australia that yeah, look, we uh, don't care about, do we? Be Hill's birthday a little bit ago. I wished him happy birthday. Did you? We were going to. Oh, were we? I did. I did. I wished him on uh, behalf of all of the this. This is going really well so far. We're you know talking about other podcasts. Uh, um, this is yeah. This is no, a, this is not, a vibe. Not feeling this vibe at all. Why don't we uh, talk about something else like Riz? Maybe. Welcome to episode seventy four. <laughs> What's in the cellar? Oh, Rizzy boy edition. It's um. This has been really long overdue. Very long overdue. Incredibly long. This overdue. was a great excuse to um, skip having a guest and drink Riz. Or, or pretty much. <laughs> or do we have a guest? My name is Papa Sweden. I'm your host. Uh, with me too is the incomparable Billy Panther. Wow. Wowed yourself. Didn't know where the Panther button uh, was, mate. No, I have no idea. I'm just hitting things. So, look, a wow is just as good as a raw. This is true. Could be worse. This it is could, true. I could have done something like that. I don't know. So That is very fair. That is very fair. You will notice we do not have the WEG again. By now, you would have seen socials, uh, Weggy Boy. Taking a break to concentrate on uh, real job, which <laughs> is you know a big thing for a young man uh, and his pharmacy. Uh, what do we call it? Internship and exams. Mm, mm. So we always knew this little break was coming, but alas, we go on and the wig, the stuck peg, will return. So no, uh, no fuck wigs tonight. Just all love. It also means that we can drink Riz without him and more for us. It's oh, what a lovely time! It's it is. good energy. Uh, so that's nice. Now we don't have a guest, but we do have a guest, but we don't have a guest. I don't know what that means. That's Welcome it. to the show officially in person slash not in person, but on the guest mics and screens, Queen A producer Emily. Uh oh. Hello. We've got you uh we've got you not hiding in the background chastising us about not bringing up topics and such. We've got you here. Hmm. Why not? Why not? Why not? No. Well, before we kick off the show, Step Rules Podcast is presented by Preachers Hobart, simply one of the best goddamn beer bars in all Australia. Oh, yeah. And the Cabbage Kings. Oh, geez, do they give us some cabbage. It's nice. Jesus Christ. That's oh, uh, real nice. Basically rolling in at this stage. Um, thank you for their support. One of the best beer bars in Australia in Salamanca. Once mm. those borders mm. are open, which we very much hope they are by the time of this uh, airing slash Broadcasting. Jeez, that would be nice. Go down to Salamanca, hit up 14 independent taps of ripping beer. Mm. Independent, topical tonight, love it. But before we do that, thank you also to our Patreon. Oh. Who tonight? It's going hard on the Who rubber. tonight? M has got involved. 
Yeah, M has got uh, some Patreon crew involved uh, in more ways than one, so which is very exciting. Nice to have them uh, throwing in some opinions here and there. Now, before we, we kick into everyone's favourite, mm. let, us, let us talk about some beers. Mm-hmm. Em, mm-hmm. what is going to be in your glass this evening for this very auspicious episode? What have you pulled out from the cellar? Come on. Okay. I did dust off a couple of things. I did push a couple of things to the side and decide that they weren't for this very special occasion. But I have pulled out something deep from the linen cupboard. Um, Next to I've been the holding old towels. Onto it. Yeah, it's 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 been a while. I it's my last can, and I didn't really want to open it, but I decided that tonight was the moment for it so from mr banks i have the ivy league history bourbon barrel age that's nice that is uh that is a cracking Is that still on the board? Yeah, I'm finding things. As producer, can we get rid of that? (laughs) Not a bad suggestion. Not a bad suggestion. Well, that is a very fancy beverage. We had that, a little soiree at your house one afternoon. Did we? (laughs) We did, at the end of a very long session. And uh, it was a very naughty time. It's a real hot treat. And uh, we would like Chris to do that again. Yes, please. Um, yeah, that was go go harder, Chris. Do do more of it. Go, you know. Let's let's up the. Uh... There's one up in the cellar fridge. Oh, okay. I nearly opened it on my birthday night, which I'm glad I didn't. Yeah, that was a that was a raw night. It was very, a raw night. Very raw night. Surprise, motherfucker! Wow, I found I found buttons. <laughs> yeah, this is dangerous now. I feel like weg. It's awful. What about you, Clint? Um, now, I, mean, I was struggling to decide tonight, and I thought I came up with like two pretty unique beers. So um, I decided on a Black Tuesday, and I decided on a 2018 Goose Island Bourbon County brand stout. Um, and then I found out you decided on some uh, pretty similar beers. Um, yeah, so go... Go to the cellar, pull them out. It's time. Yeah, I'll go pull them out. Um, they'll be nicely chilled at a perfect temperature, as we always like to do here at Stepbrothers Podcast. Everyone, please drink your beers at a correct temperature. Otherwise, uh, we get upset. Let's, uh, so, ooh. Oof. There is a Black Tuesday on, on the table. That's because I also, without talking or discussing with Clint, picked the exact same two beers. So... I brought the old Black Tuesday and a Bourbon County 2018 as well. So looks I'm like a bit scary that you've done exactly the same beers. Great minds think alike, Emily. Great minds yeah, think we'll see. alike. Or we're just a bunch of chunky donkeys. <laughs> now, I do also have a little treat that has been neglected in the back of the, uh, the old beer cellar fridge, the okay. graveyard, okay. the beer graveyard. Mm. Um, so I had opened it. Um, so if you'd like to have a little taste, the top of this. What's going uh, on here? A little bit of a fancy glass tonight. Some uh, special glasses. Jeez, we are really. Uh, 
Special glasses. I got. Oh, we're going to have tonight, this boys. This is fancy. Oh, we're not drinking this. Not yet, this not yet. out of the special. Okay. Oh, we may do. Okay. Um, but I just want to have a little taste of this before I cap it off. This uh, rice on a cracker. This is a little Rizzy boy. Now, look. To be honest, unfair on the brewer. This was bottled up a very, very long while ago, and I've held on to it for some time. Um, but look, to give you a clue of where this hails from. It does say hails on the top of the can. A uh, little bit of a 666 love up in there. Mm. So a little bit of Liam Rizzy Boy, which is lovely on the show. Yeah, that's um, nice. It's, yeah. it's very nice. Yeah, we love to see it nice and dry. No, that's, um, that's held up really well. Beautiful yeah, it is can, super, little head. super dry. Mm. Beautiful body, perfectly weighted. That's a great wedge for tonight. This is a great little <laughs> rizzy wedge. Rizzy uh, wedge. Yeah, that's a riz oh, wedge. Yeah. A little bit of dryness uh, without the like barrel. That finish. I don't think there's any barrel in that, but that is a fucking delight. But the band does know his rizzy boys. Absolutely. Should Absolutely. we? Uh, should we do this? Should we get into it? Shall we do this? Shall we get into it? Um, I don't know. Can if you want. Oh, I've also got a little number here. Uh, Russian Imperial Stout. The Kalash. This is going to be a dangerous evening, guys. Twenty twenty one. I've got uh, a. Uh, I don't know if we'll open this one. Saving this for a special episode, but this is the uh, Bapios, which is the Three Ravens Barrel Age Peated Imperial Oatmeal Stout how at many 19%, drinks? I think. How, how many, 18%. How many standard drinks is that? Uh, there's 6.3 in that can. Oh, oh my Lord. And then, yeah, a little oh, cheeky little Black Tuesday at 19% next mm, to it. So we are here and we're going to do it. <laughs> we, we encourage responsible drinking at all times. Oh, at all times. Yes. Uh, we are drinking so you don't have to. That's huge. I'm pretty mm. sure that's a don't drink beers line. It definitely is. Uh, <laughs> uh, I feel awful. I feel a bit dirty saying that. Mm. But uh, look, oh, hello. if you are at home right now and you're watching this, go to your linen closet, pull out a delicious riz that you've been saving for that special moment. And while you do that, why don't we get into some skip? Oh, no, I'm already drunk. Sip, skip, or sour. Maybe, yeah. maybe put on a kimono. Why? Just drinking riz in a kimono. It feels good. Oh, let's do back on it, Chesterfield. Could do a couple of crockies. Oh, yeah. Do a couple of crockies with the riz. Crockies? Yeah, no, crockies. What's a crocky? You drink your riz through your crock. <laughs> oh, don't no. Just thinking like don't. on the spot, like we could just you know. I'm down. That's a good. That's a nice little lip there on the edge there, the heel. I've yeah, got okay. two here, so you can have one too. Oh, <laughs> dude, fuck! Comfort is king. I, I thought we weren't doing raw thoughts after this. Comfort anyway. is king. I've got my Crocs over in the corner over there. Uh, sorry to the listeners at home that missed the uh, alley holding up the camouflage Croc. But do you know what? No one on YouTube saw it either. I just I just saw him holding up a shape. There was yeah, no. You could sort you of see, see a very vague outline, but that's okay. Huge. Hey, sip, skip, or seller. Now, what would a Riz sip, skip, or seller be without just big boys? Uh, without some big boys. Hey, you're wrong. Let's do some low alcohol beers instead, just to really throw a wedge in in the mix. Well, we're at a bottle share. I feel like after tonight, um, you know, potentially. Might want to hit up some low alcohol mm, options. Mm. I feel like I might be hitting up a couple of these afterwards. Jeez, that's fucking good. Um, so, with the theme in mind, let's kick off with... Oh, sorry. 
I forgot to mention. Mm-hmm. Sip, skip, or seller is now, of course, sponsored by the Great Beyond Cobag. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Ryan. Here's me getting way too excited about Riz and low alcohol beverages uh, that I forgot well, to mention. Speaking of uh, the Great Beyond Coburg, Ryan has told me from the Great Beyond Coburg that the Bapios, mm. I don't know if Three Ravens call it Bapios, but I like that B-A-P-I. It rolls off the tongue quite well. It's you quite are, nice. You are butchering anything you say like, uh, what was the, what was the one with the sombra? Coupe de Grace. Coupe de Grace, that's a absolute <laughs> shocker. Yeah. So um, Bapios is most definitely an absolute stinker of a pronunciation there. Yes, but so what I was going to say is um, I know that uh, the Great Beyond Coburg recommended this as one of the beers of the year and said mm. that the uh, Once More Into the Fray would have a lot of trouble on its hands trying to best that beer. Um, that was actually provided to us not by the Great Beyond but by opinions, Three Ravens. Opinions were given before we had Fray too, so... Interesting, interesting. Yeah, now we've had Frey this year. Can we, you know, w- will we have that to uh, to compare the pair? Who knows? Who knows where th- uh, tonight will bring mm. us. Uh, Thank you, though, to the Great Beyond Coburg. Of course. Uh, yes. You know, if you're in Coburg Websites, or you're in Melbourne. Websites are looking tight, too. Mm. They do online orders. They get you. They were, uh, he was getting Frey out to people before the fray event, like mm. express posting so they could be involved. He's a good man. He's, he's a good, good man. man. He's a good um, so he's also got a lovely suggestion for the low alcohol beers, which I will get to as the final beer. But for the first one, let's kick it off with Molly Rose, double internal. It's a strawberry sublime citra, citra strawberry lime ghost IPA. Whoa, okay. Jesus. Okay, okay. All right, all right, all right. Nick the Head Brewer has decided to give a low ABV beer a go with Strawberry Sublime. He uses limes from his parents' farm paired with sea Does salt. Does he handpick them? No, mm. yeah, we don't know about that. Nick, I'd come on the show. Probably, he's probably getting his parents to do it. Let's be honest. But paired with one of your favourite ingredients as of late, sea salt, and plenty of strawberries. Chef's kiss. Sounds all right to me. They've also released an orange IPA called Citra Citra at the same time mm. using plenty of citra hops to f- and fresh orange. That sounds... I love oranges. Are they both low ABV? Um, yes. Yes, they are. Oh. Right. Emily, I, do you know by chance the ABV is at 0.5% for this one? Yeah, 0.5 on both. Yeah. Okay, cool. Mm. Cool. I love oranges so much, but I don't think oranges have really wowed me in the beer world yet. Okay, okay. Don't know why, though. Like, I feel like they've got their place, but mixing with Citra for one of the beers, but then you've also got the Strawberry and Lime Ghost as well. Well, these guys did really Mm. well with that uh, Oranges beer early on, remember? Mm. A little farmhouse number with some oranges in it. That's right, they did. They did. Mm. I, uh, I definitely am a seller on the Strawberry... Strawberry and lime gosa. Mm. I'm about that. I'm about that. I'm into it. I'm I'm sips for both. Um, I haven't quite yet found my. I've been very impressed with low ABV beers in the last year or so. Mm. Um, especially with Upflow, their lager has has been really good, and I'm still like getting a couple here and there, but they've all been sips so far. So it'd be rude for me not yep. um, not to sip. But I, I'm sipping to cellar any, any of these beers. Yeah. So um, going to a mate's house, you, you're driving, you're being well-behaved, 
like a six pack of these, a four pack, whatever it is. I think I'm the, looking for my perfect beer. So. I think the low ABV, like Gosa low ABV as a style works so well already. So mm. taking it that little bit lower. Yeah, it's yeah, not, not going to be that much difference, is there? Like mm. it's it's spritzy, it's refreshing. Yeah, I'm down to that. I'm yeah, down so to that. I, yeah, as you said, I think the Strawberry and Lime Ghost would probably be my preferred one if I'm reading it off the paper like I am. But hey, got to sip them to find out. Yeah, I'm about it. I'm a, I'm a seller on the Strawberry Sublime and a sip on the Citrus Citrus. Emily, do you want to throw in your opinion here in the ring here? Yeah, I'm definitely, I'm a seller on the Strawberry and Lime as well. I think that from what I've seen so far has been the more popular out of the two. Um, the IPA, I think I might skip that one. Mm. Fair enough. We're well, starting strong. Orange and citra. I want it to be good, but I just don't know. It's yeah. Um, let's move on to a very, very... Uh, very common beer that's going around in, in this whole realm mm. uh, from the guys at Heaps Normal, their XPA. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've had this. I have not had it, um, but let me tell you more about it because obviously I'm a, a wealth of information. And let me You've tell got you a something. good producer out here. Uh, yes, we do. That's probably right. <laughs> Heaps Normal is the love child of four mates in 2018. Uh, completed more than six months of trial brewers. Respect. I really like that. That makes me feel good in my heart. Um, don't put something out if it's no good. Oh, I want to say something real catty there, but I'm just going to leave it. Uh, six months of trial brews before being happy with the result. High praise from the audience when they gave it, uh, gave, put it out, really. And unique mm. recipe and brewing method using non-traditional yeast has plenty of stock else wide as well. We've seen it down here in Taz. I yep. think that's a good point to put. Like if you were seeing it down here in Tasmania, it's... It'll be there. pretty readily available. Mm. Um, but, yeah, many, many people have raved about it. I've even had, like, pretty uh, – people have cut the booze completely and, like, mates that have, you know, gone off it, all those kind of things. A lot of people that, did Dry July. Uh, a lot of people did Dry July as well, and they said that this is a, a, a real cracker. So, um, on that note, I'm gonna, well, I'm definitely going to sip. I'm surprised I haven't sipped it before. Yeah, uh, I I liked it. I had it at a uh, at a beer meeting. We had a couple of beers. I was driving. Mm -hmm. I switched to this so I could stay in the chat. Yep. Um, look, I did like it in a situational setup. Like it was good. It did what it had to do. Mm. Uh, but I will say, having tried it outside of that setup, yep. just tasted a little bit like unfermented beer. Okay. So to me, it just tasted like a bit like wort. So there was that weirdness of mm. like trying a beer throughout fermentation and like bringing that back. You know what? It's probably going to work for a lot of people. Um, like I'm a skip, but that's just because You've I've got upflow. Yeah, yeah. So it's a it's a funny world. I, I like I like the concept, and I love that it's in so many pubs, and that I could have that option. Mm. I think it's great to have that option. I'm about the option. Yeah. Um, Emily, what are your thoughts on heaps? Not? Yeah, I'm I'm a sip for that reason. I think it's probably not the one that I would stock up on the most, but to have it so accessible at the moment, I think is a really great thing. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's definitely the one that splashes all over my social media. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And they've got pretty tight socials. Yeah, socials that. are good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, got nothing but high praise for them. They're doing good things. Um, mm. 
So, yeah, going to give it a try when I, when I probably go into the next bottle shop. Yeah. So, now we get to Ryan's lovely suggestion from the Great Beyond Coburg. The Great Beyond. Still got to find a catchphrase for the Great Beyond Coburg. Yeah, catchy jingle. Uh, oh, yeah. The Great Beyond Coburg where big hands make good grog. Something like that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'll just leave that there. Let's jam. I, I think they have a motto on their um, A-frame oh, outside. Well, I've just improved Great it. grog here. Oh, well, that's, that's pretty good. Is that right? Yeah, and then apparently there was a bottle shop just down the road that actually they stole did. it from they Ryan. They and steal that. Wow. Name. Yeah. Okay. Saw that, saw that. A bit controversial. Ryan, if I could use that for my sign in front of my bottle shop, that'd be great. Anyway. <laughs> um, anyway. Uh, he and now su- Ryan trademarks it. <laughs> yeah. uh, Ryan has suggested free time pale ale by Bridge Road. Bridge Road. Yeah. Bridge Road. Party. Ryan states that this edition has changed the game. Fuck yeah. So, and I also, may I just quickly put in, I've heard this from another source as well. Um, It was the biggest selling product in June, quite conveniently for Dry July, of course. The vibrant, juicy hop aroma. You don't hear those kind of things being said about On an beer. Mm. Yeah. Low mm. bidness and clean finish paired with the simple no-nonsense can design has engaged drinkers like nothing else. I want one now. Yeah, he's uh, he can sell a product, that man. Anyway. I mean, this is the second beer. The first beer was, you know, the check pills from Foreigner. Mm. Two mm. from two. Let's go. Mm. Side note, Free Time was the first Aussie brewery to put out their name into non-alcoholic beer. Oh, really? Mm. Who would have thought? That's from that's from Ryan. He actually, when he sent through his recommendation, he he gave me that bit of information. And yeah, mm. and yeah. Mm. Well, I want to I want to fuck with that. So um, Bridge Road, uh, you know, absolute champions of the scene for so long, and congrats to them announcing their new tap room. Yes, I'm very excited in about Melbourne. that. Whereabouts? What suburb was that in? Do you remember? It's it's a Brunswick way, so it's like just another place to add to that list of breweries and venues out that way. I think I think they've picked their location quite well. Mm. Yeah, that's that's exciting. They are, you know. The crew up there, some of the, you know, the fathers or family of uh, Australian beer. I like that. Mm. I like that a lot. Now. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a big old sip on free time. I'm a big sip as well. And I, I, I'm very excited about it um, because I've had some recent discussions. You know, my new job now sort of has uh, where I've got to talk. No, I'm, I'm, I'm not mentioning names, but like I like this. I like this role reversal. Part of, part of, the, part of the job has been trying to fi- find and source beers to go into. Oh, so you're saying that people want to hit up the show now? Certain they're... bottle shops. No, you've no, got no. Some no power. You're no, saying you've got some power? No, no, no. No one's been in my DMs. <laughs> but um, from my work colleague who is... Uh, been a distributor and has owned bottle shops before mm. he has said how good this beer is and that we must have it in the bottle shop i'm a seller then um double so, double confirmation yeah that's you know only written home to me that's fact uh that it must be in the bottle shop and it must be in my mouth because i need to ha- have a rip yeah. into it so um it's very exciting so you do. I need to. Yeah, that's, you do like things in your mouth. I, um, I do. And uh, speaking of which, sip, more sip, 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 sip. So again, all sips for me. But I'm looking for the seller in the non-alcoholic world. 
I think it's a. Very- I, it's something I want to have in the uh, in the fridge. I think, you know, mm. uh, by the time this episode airs, I assume I will be a, a dad again mm. and be going through the joys of the f- joys Hi-ya. of the first uh, first few weeks. Congratulations of on your baby daughter, Susan. So that's why my I, <laughs> that's why my that's why my eyes don't look. That is now her name. Yeah, that is now stated and recorded on the show. Sweet baby Susan. Um, sweet baby Susan. Sweet baby Susan. But you notice my eyes look quite nice now, and uh, you know I'm freshly shaved. I shaved uh, about an hour ago. Um, and that is not true. That and is, I will not look this way ever again on camera. That so is three months of growth on your face. That's awful. <laughs> I'm very much looking forward to uh, having a NA option in the fridge. Yeah. Just for that. 100%. Yeah, you know. You know. I reckon we... Um, I don't like to say things on the show and then not commit to them, but I would definitely like to have a non-alcoholic beer episode at some point once we can... You know, now options are coming in and we're getting things. You Maybe know, Susan can be in my arms. And while we, we can, do it, we can drink as much oh. of it as we like. I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> we can drink as much free time as we like. That'll be nice. You could smash a case and then we can put the thumbnail on YouTube just to get everyone in. Go- overweight dude smashes a case of beer smashes over a podcast. Three cases of beer. Three cases Baby's of beer. Baby's still alive. <laughs> Yeah, I love it. I could, love that energy. Could happen. But yes, that is it for Sip, Skip or Sour, presented by The Great Beyond Coburg. <laughs> Lovely suggestion. Two from two from Ryan from me. I actually, if you go check out The Great Beyond Coburg um, website, there mm. are some fucking ripping texts. You know, you go on a beer website and it's just got the same thing. It's just like, this Chungus juice is the best thing you've ever had. <laughs> this Chungus juice. Um, yep. And if you go on the Great Beer and uh, Coburg's website, there are some ripping little Easter eggs amongst the beer reviews. And I do know that if you uh, look up Larry, there's a very special, very special little link there. <laughs> Did you know that? I, I do know because uh, I haven't bought a case of Larry yet. I've only bought a case of Foreigner uh, from the website so far and a couple of Sombra Mesa beers. Uh, which we know now are absolutely delightful. But, you know, only good things. Ryan also did recommend me to try some Sombra Mesa before we actually did the episode. Oh, did he? So the man's only given us... He's a wizard. Oh, he's only got good suggestions, uh, except for when we're very half-cut at Carwin together. Then (laughs) his suggestions are not good. Or produce M or at Bad Frankie's (laughs) (laughs) at 2am having to work the next day to be... Don't talk about Bad Frankie's either. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, it's a cafe that serves waffles and jaffles. That's all. That's all I remember. If you're getting your food, and cocktails out of koala heads. Hey, hey, no, they don't, do they? They, No, 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 they've got a license (laughs) to be a cafe that sells booze. It's yeah, we're getting off topic here. So, I mean, we've got real no topic to go after this because (laughs) we're about to crack into a riz. Let's do it. What is that? Do you like that? Play it again because it's so good. Yeah. That's fucking great. We just do what we want. Now I'm in control of Dessa. You can press something if you want to. No, I'm good. I'm good. No, you shouldn't. I tried that once and we didn't even record it. It's frowned upon. Now, uh, 
We love Riz here at the show. We buy a lot of Riz. It seems, well, we have been the last couple of months, um, to yeah. put it lightly. Uh, it's always stout season down here in Tasmania, but um, Riz is not the most appropriate drink of all time. What do you mean? Um, well, smashing your Riz every single night is a naughty time. But it is an absolute great sharing bev. Yeah, Maybe sometimes nuts. a riz is just like a treat for the soul. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Do you know, like, what else? I would compare having a nice bottle of riz to like getting home to a quiet house, chucking on some shit TV mm. or some good TV or, mm. some sport, or whatever you're into and having like a plate of mum's lasagna. Oh, <sighs> Jesus. It's like a riz, like mm. a riz is comfort. It is comfort. It's uh, sit back for a couple of hours watch whatever's going on, put a put a nice movie on, maybe something like, jeez, off the top of my head, Die Hard. Some, <laughs> I was going to say Point Break. Oh, well, Gladiator. Um, <laughs> Troy. Troy. Troy <laughs> is fantastic. Of, bit of Brad Pitt. Oh, Brad. Can we just anything with Brad Pitt? Um, before you get into this, mm. I've got a bit of a, a bone to pick. Okay. Not really a bone to is pick. Is it about Riz? It's about Riz. Oh. Not a bone to pick per se. I... Acute observation, not acute as in sharp, as in acute mm. observation. Oh. Um, recently, Range released uh, their first barrel-aged beers. Too much was, hype. Yeah, so, what, a month or two ago now? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So shout out to, you know, Matt and the crew, um, Ali, our mate, uh, um, for chucking them out there and as, sell out in two minutes. As something. always with um, Range and their marketing, always fucking on point. Yeah, they, um, they killed it. Uh, and the bottles looked very sexy, and I was very Deathly Hallows for beer. Oh. I heard someone say. Yeah, I did say that. That was great. Bit of vibe, yeah. Yes. But what I did notice, mm. what I did notice is that a lot of, um, and I'm saying this as a positive thing with a little tongue-in-cheek, a lot of uh, people bought their first Rizzers because Range put them out. And it was cute to watch. It was real cute to watch. Mm. Um to range brewing, it's always stout season and it's time to normalize yeah, we stout told season. We told them. Amen. We fucking told them. We got into Matt's ear and we said, this stout season thing, it's real cute, but let's normalize stout drinking. Let's make it a normal thing because we can't be constricting this to the cold weather. Like, they, yeah. Their excuse was hot weather. I'm like, guys, I could drink a Riz 40 degrees. The old brown snake, it ain't that hot, bro. Just put it in the fridge. Anyway, it's cold. It, it was cute to see a lot of uh, people who I would put in the category of Chungus Lords mm -hmm. uh, enjoying their first Riz purchases. Um, and I hope, I hope that that opens up a lot of avenues in beer for them. And I think I'm not going to talk about it too much, but I think, mm. you know. We have so much great Riz in Australia. Yeah. Hazy beer has been a great thing to introduce a lot of people who may be mm -hmm. getting stuck in that space. Yep. And I want to see you see. I want to see you buying some Hop Nation, Kalash, and, boat and rocker. some Three Ravens, some Boat Rocker, you know, maybe some fancy American shit as well, mm. you know? Yeah, I love that both the uh, reasons we picked for the uh, tonight's episode is uh, two Americans, but <laughs> hey, we oh. don't talk about American beer, um, but there is reasons why we do have these beers on the table. Because um, they're delicious. Because they're delicious, and I'm going to open the bourbon canning. <gasps> Here we go. 
Well, it is almost a. Uh, I know this is technically your choice, Clint, but um, it's okay. We have another one over there. This was the first beer I think that ever blew my mind. And it's funny because this beer over the years for Steppy has become a celebratory beer. It has. Yeah. Mm. And I mean, you know, to be honest, wow, it smells good. there will be a there will be a small human in this house by the time this airs. Uh, so you know. Yeah, this is um. Crack a, crack a little 2018. Do you boys remember your first Riz? Uh, wow, this smells so good. Uh, this always brings a smile to my face. First Riz. That's a really hard question. I would probably say something from Stone Brewing or Deschutes or Deschutes. Maybe, the, maybe the brewery. Um, Deschutes for me, Em. Um, Deschutes was my first Black, Riz. Black Butte. Yeah, but that's technically a, a porter. Um, we'll see. Yeah, mine would have been, I reckon mine would be KBS from Founders. Oh, but KBS. Yeah, KBS would be up there for me too. Yeah, um, I, don't, I don't buy from those. Uh, I am a pretty new craft beer drinker. Those Nazis so anymore. I remember Kalash as well in 2018. Oh, Kalash. Yes. 2018 um, is still my favourite. Um, I remember getting a little bit lit with one of the uh, brewers from Hop Nation when he was now, down in Hobart. With Bourbon County 2018, um, I have drunk this very half-cut on a Ferris wheel. Um, I have drunk <laughs> this uh, Christmas Eve, watching the carols with my nan, and her not realising that I'm absolutely off my chops, pissed, <laughs> and uh, just doesn't know why I'm so drunk oh. from drinking one bottle of beer. Um, oh, my God. It's... So it's um, oh, and... It was very funny that I um, was reorganising my linen closet, quite literally. <laughs> Moving the and, towels. Uh, you know, separating my, my wild hours to, from my stouts. And I've got now <laughs> two separate sections. It's beautiful. Um, be, be and I reached like the final two bottles in my, in my linen closet when I was rearranging. And I was like, what? And I found two bottles of 2018 Bourbon County that I just... Two bottles? Oh, come on. That I forgot about. So one of them is this one. So, Cheers, uh, cheers Steppies. And that has uh, aged beautifully. It's just, it, it amazes me, like, as soon as you talk about it, and that's why I asked what was your first Riz, because as soon as I asked that, my memories take me back to the exact place the exact time, mm. what I was doing, who I was with, what it tasted like. It's just, it's the style of beer that has so many memories associated yeah. with Celebrations, it. all the good things. It's yeah. so special. Yeah, I think at the time when I first got into uh, craft beer, it was more about big West Coast IPAs and fresh ones. Mm. So, like, I can remember drinking with like a couple of mates now who are now owners in Spotty Dog as well. I remember drinking specific double IPAs with them and all of us just like grinning ear to ear around the table yeah. just being like, you fucking serious? And that's also another thing that Klimt and I have on uh, outside of the show. We, yes, we drank some beers on the show, but we have shared some moments as well. We've just looked at each other and giggled. Giggle, uh, giggle yes. beers. Yeah, it's, it's the smile at the back of your jaw that like mm. it fully makes you just oh. giggle. Uh, this giggle beers. That's I a new term. These are yeah. good for drinking right now. Let's drink all the 2018. <laughs> this has rounded out so beautifully. It's um. What the hell? 
Yeah, there was a, there was a lot of um, 2018 and Frey comparisons. Oh. Um, Ooh, a lot okay. of people in uh, kebabs were drinking Frey versus 18 and chatting about it. There is some sort of like slight licorice note in it, but it's not too strong. It's just sort of just, it's very subtle, but it's really nice. Yeah, know. it's a stupidly stunning beer. What's the uh, ABV on this 15 odd? 15 too. Um, the so similar to Frey. Yeah, the you've just got huge raisin barrel vanilla chocolate. Um, I remember when I first had it, it was a lot more molassesy. Yeah, the molasses has died away. It really has, doesn't it? Yeah, um, in a good way. Oh, in a very good way. And I, I like a little bit of Vegemite. I like a little bit of molasses, but you know anything anything in balance is good. Mm. It's not. And that's what it's we not found. kick them in city though. Um, that's what we found with the first Thank iteration goodness. of Into the Fray, which we thought was one of the best rizzes at the time in Australia. And um, I think Into the Fray 2020, having tasted it recently, has picked up a little bit of uh, Vegemite um, umami, but you get it really early and then it just dissipates for the rest of the can. Mm. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's the shock of such a big beer. Well, I'll, I'll throw this to you while we're, you know, Pontificating. Uh, while we are talking about Riz, for m- not many people who might have never had a Riz, like what what are sort of the characters? Switch that... this fucking podcast off. <laughs> this is not <laughs> for you, no. Um, but what no, go and of, get one. What sort of characters are you looking for in a Russian Imperial Stout? Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh. You've actually stumped me here. Um, this is the beer style. I think besides super drinkable bitter IPAs, this is the beer style that, to me is like if I had a choice in my brewing career slash direction, I would literally just open a brewery that only did barrel age riz. And it. and maybe Who's stopping you, mate? Maybe yeah. maybe a low ABV nitro stout mm. as our core range and everything else would be barrels. And like I've thought about this a lot. Spotty Dog is now only riz. <laughs> well so I mean in our build we've got a barrel room. Yes. In the build. It's a very from big day room, one. By the it's way. a very big barrel room. <laughs> like um, and I've already lined up some barrels from local whiskey producers that are I'm not allowed to talk about. They're fucking stupid barrels. That's another thing I'd like to talk to you about as well. Because um we've had chats with uh, certain brewers in Australia and um they've said, you know, as good as whiskey uh, like Tasmanian whiskey in particular is absolutely stunning. Like oh yeah, I know. Some of the best yeah. in the yep. world. Um, but a lot of brewers are saying that, you know, the dirtier whiskey, bourbon in particular, uh, is seems to be a barrel choice that a lot of brewers go for. So think yeah. your Jack Daniels, your Wild Turkeys, um, yeah. Elijah yep. Craig's, you know, you name it. Woodford Reserve. Heaven, Heaven Hill. Heaven Hill. You know, you name it, uh, the dirtier kind of bourbon, it, it seems to be a common theme in beer. Why do you think that that is a thing and why does that pair so well with these kind of beers? I think um, the Australian whiskey, Australian whiskey barrel stuff can be really challenging um, to get the right balance. Whereas these bourbon, aggressive bourbon barrels bring in so much like gorgeous vanilla and they just round everything out like they're They're just they're sweet yeah they're a little bit sweet and i think maybe that australia's approach to riz at the moment is to focus on very big riz Mm. so i mean like i mean kalash is probably the smallest riz we have Mm. 
in this room right now. We've got a lot in here. It's 10.7. Um, you know, Bapios is like, what did I say? 18. Like, yeah. we're talking about very big beers. Um, you're going to get some ABV from Barrel, but you're getting so much from the underlying beer. Like, oh, I don't even know how they're doing that at 18% on Bapios. They must be doing something very silly. We should ask those boys. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think the Australian approach at the moment, seeing it through Hawkers, seeing it through Deeds and JC being the big proponent for Dirty Barrels, mm. um, we're just seeing these very luscious big beers go into them. And I think that we're brewing big beers that would unbarrel aged maybe not taste that good. I know we are at Spotty. We're brewing beers that without barrel are quite aggressive and assertive and then barrel just rounds it out. Yeah. Um, so are you brewing the beers to be aggressive in certain particular notes that you know that the barrel will then soften and then balance? Yeah, and also the things the barrel takes away and adds. So mm, It's still very risky though, isn't it? Like yeah, your yeah. base beer is super important. Like. Yeah. And that's sort of what I've been learning uh, from tasting a lot more in the last 12, 18 months is like if your base beer is not on point. Um, well, yeah, look, here's a, here's a really good example. So um, Liam's, Liam's Riz here um, that is not Barrel H, I don't think. Um, it, it, I'm pretty sure it's base Riz. So you've just had a little bit of Bourbon County. Mm, and I'm not, Super roasty. I'm not comparing Liam's beer to Bourbon County in any no, way. No, it's just to compare but he, this, this is a brewer who really understands Riz. Um, so the this Riz, to me, doesn't taste like a, a, a Riz that's suited to barrel. I, I think it would dry out too much. Mm. So I, I personally, I would prefer my Riz if it's going into barrel to be almost undrinkable before that mm. because it's so thick and molassesy and yeah that's uh, for me just just tasting that right now and that's what we started with and now we're coming back to it is it's how completely different how now. thin and watery it kind of tastes comparing to drinking cuz yeah cuz that's just such a County. thick mm. yeah completely different beers this that Riz is so drinkable. I could drink that whole 500ml bottle mm. and just be like enjoying myself and just mm. very drinkable, like super, almost like what you'd expect Australian Riz to more taste like. Mm. Um, whereas this is the like thick, unctuous, yeah. It, so are you brewing your Riz for barrel thicker with like a little bit more malt profile? Um, or do you want it to brew yeah, it dry uh, and then let the barrel oh, sort of... Look, we've only done... Yeah, we've only done one one barrel age riz so far, mm. um, and it's the same base recipe each time. But what I can say about that beer is that we brew it to finish. It finishes quite high. It's quite aggressive. Mm. It's it's what I would consider thick, because we know the barrel is going to bring a lot of dryness, a lot of a lot of bourbon or oak or whiskey notes, mm. um, and we're trying to set up the base to account for those changes. And we'd have some barrels that like just come out super fucking dry and yeah, by themselves are a bit too much. I, you know, I had the privilege of tasting a single barrel uh, siphoned out at your bottle share, uh, <laughs> which, which is... Um, I, I did see a little sneaky video. Um, but again, because it's it's a single barrel and we I knew what barrel it was. Is that a little um, bad? Whiskey, whiskey sherry barrel. I think. Yeah, yeah, and I was like, I love sherry, but I don't necessarily love this as it, on its own. Yeah. Um, like I was like, this if you put that this out right now as is, I wouldn't like it. Mm. Um, which I find, and I'm like, 
which is very interesting because I love sherry barrel whiskey. I always have. That has been my go-to uh, variant of choice. Um, but for some reason, it doesn't necessarily That, that beer in particular work. was only in um, barrel. It was a 30-litre barrel um, mm. for three and a half months. And yeah. it was that aggressive already. Mm. And, wow. And that's probably one of the things that has been coming up recently. Came up around the range stuff about how long something's in barrel. Because everyone's like 12 months, 24 months. Um, and, you know, Smokey brought this up in a little chat we had. Like the beer needs to be in barrel until it's ready. Yes. Um, I don't care if marketing say it's 12 months or 24 months. It will it will tell you when it's ready and that's mm. when you yeah. should serve it. And mm. you know what? If the beer has to be back blended with fresh beer, I think that's a good thing too. Mm. Um, if you can do something as impressive and probably why I keep saying how impressive Frey is, mm. it's, as I understand it, no back blending, all barrels blended together like that's yeah. and if you haven't listened to our chat with the boys from deeds uh go back and watch that um because that's went uh, deep that's uh, yeah went that's, deep that's horny material it's just four good mates talking about something very sexy anyway oh, i was I very happy to be listening i don't to want to uh, harp on about deeds very uh too hard because we've done it but um they are doing some very good examples of the style so is mm. um the team at hawkers uh didn't get the chance to try the, the range but um, mm. what do I'm you just, like? What do you like in a riz? Do you like to the big, um, almost dark fruits, or do you like? I mean, Em's drinking the bloody um, Ivy League, which is like the sweet maple syrup. Out maple mm. syrup. Um, Very I, unctuous. Unctuous. I <laughs> have always been like I. I didn't go out to the clubs when I was 18 years old. I went, I went to the whiskey with bar. With 50 cents? Uh, no, I didn't go out with 50 cents. Um, I didn't go to O-Bar. I didn't go to... Your loss, bro. Anyway, people in Tasmania will know what these places are. Didn't go to, but, um, to Revs? I went to a couple of those places and decided that place wasn't for me. My place at 18 years old was the whiskey bar with my, uh, my best mate, uh, which is... Showing you how much Mindy. I like, yeah. Oh, shows you wonderful. how much I like whiskey before I like to even craft beer. That's wonderful. Um, so, but then I couldn't. Yeah, I didn't <laughs> find that there was a lot of you know whiskey barreled stuff when I started getting into all this kind no, of stuff. No. Um, so, um, but now I've tried a few iterations of it. But for some reason, I like bourbon barrel aged. Riz is is my my happy place. It's mm. fucking good. Um, it's uh, there's something about a bourbon character that I just uh, it speaks to me. I don't know. It's like vanillary. It's caramel. It's it's just so well rounded and um, it's so much to the fact that I've actually gone out and bought. Uh, I I've bought many bottles of whiskey in my time, but I never really bought bourbon. But now I'm buying. Mm. High, higher quality bourbons to sort of get a sense of what am I tasting in these beers that I love so much. Um, so, you know, buying, mm. you know, Woodford Reserve, uh, Elijah Craig. Fuck, I love Elijah Craig. I've bought like two or three bottles since I... Yeah, I don't think I've had it yet. Oh, I will bring some over. Anyway, mm. um, so trying to get a little bit more of an understanding and, you know, when you're comparing your bourbon, your good high quality bourbons to um, your sherry cask or whatever it is, yeah. um, they are a lot sweeter. 
I reckon, but, yeah, I reckon you've got to approach them differently for sure. Mm. So I, I, I don't know. There's something about those uh, barrels to me that just, just, just magic. Just, just it's meant to be. And it, it's it's silly. It's it's annoying as um, a, a brewer or sorry or someone who brews, whichever you like to say. Mm. Um, it's annoying how good bourbon barrels are because I would prefer to use. Local you try barrels. to support local as best as you can. We use more local than we do bourbon. But do you know what? If I just had bourbon barrels available down here, I would only use bourbon barrels. They're just fucking great. Mm. Is there maybe a hack? Um, I'm sure you're thinking about it as you you do to do these <laughs> personally. But um, like obviously there's blending involved. But is mm. there maybe a, a blend of certain barrels that Australian whiskey makers do um, which are all great. Um, Interesting that you bring you could, that up. That you could sort of get the best of everything into a bourbon-esque sort of rounded flavor yeah. profile. Yeah, I've got like um, 14 different barrels going at the moment um, okay. in racks. Um, and I've got a mix of uh, Big Tassie. Big energy about that. Mm. I've got, mm-hmm. got a mix of... I might can that actually. Might put that in five hundred mil cans. I think like oh, is I think that okay? It would be rude not to, really. Um, but I've got a mix of um, port mm-hmm. and sherry. So sorry, whiskey export ex sherry um, barrels, and then one really interestingly peated barrel out of that whole group. Um, mm, okay. And I took off a so I had a couple of the peated, and I took off a single keg of the peated. And poured it at an event with Spirit Thief, who are a local uh, distiller down here. Mm. And fuck me if I have not had a better single cask. Riz. Oh, the Peter smoky notes in the back. It was see Peter would scare me if no, I no the the Pete was so the Pete in the whiskey was super aggressive mm. and polarizing. Mm. And then we served. Um, we're at the bloody it's a silly place for me to be serving a beer. <laughs> we're at Evolve Spirit Bar, which is. One of the best uh, stars in Tasmania, maybe Australia. Um, stunning. I think they won, you know, New Bar of the Year or something. Or they they won a lot of awards last year. Sponsored by Evolve Bar. No, um, I was in there serving it, and uh, yeah, it was served alongside the whiskey, and the whiskey was really, really impressive. Um, but the beer, the way that that cask hit that beer was, a couple of people described it as um, like a sexy cigarette. With adult cocoa pops. Okay. Uh, sign me up, thanks. <laughs> yeah, it's um, yeah, Pete. I, I love Pete in a whiskey. Like, uh, give me as much Octomore as you can. But Pete and smoke in beer, I don't like. Neither, generally, um, neither do I. And this beer surprised me a lot. Um, which is why I'm, you know, keen to try worrying. Yeah, three Ravens. Um, mm. But. Hey, it, it works in whiskey. Why can't it work in beer? But, you know, if it's blended, you know, sherry, you get th- that nice sweetness. Um, port, you get that, geez, plummy. Mm. Sort of more fruit, dark fruity characters. I'm hoping that that's, um, the, uh, that's the solution. That's a nice little marriage there. And then maybe a little bit of peat for a little bit more, you know, either body is little subtle smoke character. I don't know. Um, off, off air, I'll tell you both the. Uh, I'm waiting the for ten, ten barrels I have coming. I'm waiting uh, for. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm waiting for someone to, like. Oh, I don't think Australian whiskey barrels have been like 
solved yet. I know that they're there and they're ready and they have the potential to be absolutely delicious and stunning. But until you can trump those dirty, dirty bourbon barrels for me, personally, keep on using those. Well, this is an interesting one because uh, not a Patreon, but but I would ostensibly call him a friend of the show, a homie of the show, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, my good mate. Uh, actually, no, I won't say his name because I don't know if he wants them to hear this from him. Um, good friend of the show. Definitely was involved in uh, that bottle over there with the grey. <laughs> yeah. You know who I'm talking about? Yep. Uh, M was on, on that I feel like we should have drank well. that tonight because uh, certain other people in that, usually in this room, Wag, um, uh, would be very upset for missing out on <laughs> Yeah, we have, to, we have to share that with the whole crew. Um, but he was talking to me about uh, Boat Rocker um, yep. and yep. about how yeah. much how much he did enjoy um, the Boat Rocker Starwood. And, I mean, Starwood pumping out so much whiskey, someone's got to use those fucking barrels, right? Yeah. Uh, great whiskey. I love Starwood. Um, the, he was saying in his mind... Drinking the uh, drinking the Starwood whiskey barrel, um, uh, I've just boat rocker um, versus mm-hmm. Roger Ramjet. His mind, and I, I'm tending to agree with him. I think boat rocker should be doing more Ramjet, or oh, hundred percent more 100%. bourbon barrel derivatives and less Australian whiskey, which brings up the whole problem of we have barrels in this country. And we we should use oh yeah, I definitely get that. So um, the Starwood, what what Starwood generally? What is the barrel variant there? Is that? Well, Starwood have like some, a few. Well, Starwood have like a. They've got a few like Starwood have become like you know first pours at venues. Like you and I went to Gold Bar the other day, which yeah. is a you know a favourite of all of ours. Um, and Starwood was the first pour to do an an old fashioned, which is. Mm. Luxurious to say the least. Um, but I mean, yeah, Starwood are pumping Essendon. I think they're in Essendon. Absolutely pumping out volumes and volumes and volumes of whiskey. Um, and I think paving the way. I could talk about this all night. Mm. Ryan from the Great Beyond Coburg could talk about this all year. <laughs> um, but really pumping out a quality product at a good price, mm. which is what. Australian producers have struggled with um, for a long time. So uh, we've got to use those barrels. They've got to be good. Archie Rose, going to have a lot of barrels soon. You know, there's yeah. going to be a smaller regional distilleries. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe the best, not a Riz, but maybe the best spirit beer collab of last year, which was the Three Ravens Shiraz Negroni. Wow, that was great. Using the uh, orange peels from the gin. Yeah. So, I don't know. If anyone wants to uh, slide into my DMs and talk about Riz for four and a half hours. <laughs> um, that's the thing. Like, we, we, we could talk about this uh, bloody all night long because it's so bloody. But, hey, boys, guess what? What? I think we might have some people that are wanting to come online and have a bit of a chat with us. Jeez, do, do I? Uh, we, did, they we bring, did they bring Riz? Well, hey. Um, I feel like they might have rated their sellers just a little bit. That's good, it. but like it's all well and good that these people want to come and talk to us. Uh, we're very, we're very busy, very important people, VIPs. If you, if you would know. But, but if I if I throw into the mix that 
they are both Patreons of the show. Do uh, we want them? Okay. Yeah, well, maybe we should maybe, well, I don't want to step on your toes here, but maybe we should ask them a question. Ooh. A big, should it be a big question? A real big question? Ooh, maybe. I don't know. This is Papa? Been, this has happened. This has not happened for a very long time. Are we doing this? Mate, I think you're the you're the dictator of this uh, segment, so let us know. Well, we've we've got some big beers in the glass. Why not a big question? Let's do this. Hello, everyone. It's just your boy here, the Pilly Panther, jumping in at the end of this episode to let you know that the big question will be in part two of this big Riz episode. It's a part tour, so hang tight, and we'll see you on the next episode. Ciao for now.